Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. This is number 62. Thank you again for listening. Love to tell the stories of the guys on the island trying to get off the island and all the things that goes on with that. Uh, thanks to FXR Racing. Uh, go there, type in Pulpamex30, uh, fxrracing.com, and uh, save by just typing in that code. Designed by racers for racers. The man on the line wears FXR, so he knows what it's all about. And we also want to thank Race Tech suspension the oems have a tough time trying to make their suspension perfect for you whether it's your weight whether it's your speed whatever it is plus you need to get your oil change as well use pulpamex pulpamex 18 is the code at racetech.com call there mention pulpamex dial in your suspension get your oil changed get something done to your stuff so your bike works for you and uh, thanks to fxr racing and uh, and racetech for coming on uh like i said number 62 privateer island life podcast it's chris canning what's up chris how are you man not too bad. How's it going? I'm good. Thank you for your time for doing this. Uh, you're a guy that uh, we know you're fr- we're familiar with you because Pulpamex Fantasy. You 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 give us a lot of points this year, Canning. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been told. I got a couple guys who text me and tell me I better do good. So <laughs> I, I know the, the 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 cool thing about playing fantasy is it really makes you uh, into the races. But the bad thing is that you racers have to deal with us idiots telling you about Fantasy Moto. <laughs> Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, where are you from, Chris? I'm from Connecticut, right from Manchester, Connecticut. Okay, um, awesome. And uh, so you just raced that main event race uh, Danny Stu puts on up there. How was it? How, how'd it go? Uh, it went awesome, man. I won. Uh, it's a four-moto format, so there was uh, you know four motos each class. I, I ended up winning uh, eight motos. Oh, nice. Eight, so. Check you out. So it was, yeah, it was good, man. I I got some good starts and uh, I pretty much led every lap. I made my passes quick and yeah, uh, I I think I led every lap but one for the whole weekend. So oh. that, yes, can't, it was a, can't it was complain. A good weekend. Did you make some cash? Yeah. Did, how, how, it was good, good uh, money. Yeah, that's it. It's a killer payout there. The, it was fifteen grand for the for the two. So first ended up being um, sixteen hundred a class. So oh, I nice. made like thirty two hundred bucks. Oh yeah, that's sweet. Um, yeah. Awesome. Um, hey, so this year I hadn't heard of you much, to be honest, until this year when you burst on the scene. Obviously, you're NESC local, and we know all about you guys. Uh, you did a great job uh, at Southwick, and you came back at Unadilla again and scored some points. What do you think of your national season? Uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I I trained real hard for it, and um, you know, Southwick, I was killing it the whole beginning of the moto and about three laps to go pretty much was ready to have heart failure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so I I ended up actually having a heat stroke and throwing up and couldn't talk, couldn't do much. So, you know, I was like full, like, no way. Really? Just to stay stay going. and cleaned out Pike and all those guys trying to stay in front of them. So, I mean, it, uh, it went super good. I ended up 11th, but I realistically should have been, no seventh place both motos if you ask me wow that's that's right i remember that pike was pissed at you after the race i wonder if he knew you were almost dying yeah it was hilarious (laughs) man i was like for some reason i don't know i still don't know why i thought it was the last lap but i had two to go (laughs) and i'm like i just gotta make it to the finish and i'm like just like straight blocking the inside and just holding it wide open he was was angry with you after the race that's right Uh, he he was um but so you recovered in time for the second moto or what? Uh, 
kind of. Kind of? Um, <laughs> I probably I probably shouldn't have went out for the second moto, but yeah. I I. Uh, I actually got the hard the hard charger award on it because the gate dropped and I kind of just sat there and stared at it for a minute and then I was like oh I'm supposed to go so <laughs> I was like 30 feet behind everybody going into the turn ended up getting taken out on the first lap and ended up I, I started in like 38th or something and um, I kind of just like set cruise control right from the beginning yeah. and. And I just, like, picked through all the way up into 15th. So I think everybody was just kind of drained on the day, and I was able just to kind of cruise up to 15th place, which was killer, you know what I mean? Yeah, you probably shouldn't have been racing, Kenny. (laughs) Probably not a good idea. (laughs) No, definitely. I did the sight lap, and I got back to my dad, who was mechanic for me, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make this moto, you know? I, like, barely made it down the sight lap. Oh, my God. Yeah, it worked out worked out for the for good, I guess. Yeah. Um and then Unadilla, how did Unadilla go? Obviously, uh Dilla was yeah. pretty good. I got uh I had a horrible like start in the first moto and then goggles were off right on like the second lap. Yeah. And um I think I ended up like eighteenth or seventh or it might have been sixteenth, something like that in the first moto, like no goggles I ended up almost losing my right eye it's still it's still pretty <laughs> messed up and i was another one where i was contemplating even going out for the second moto and uh i ended up doing better in the second moto so uh it it turned out pretty good you know yeah um yeah it uh, i guess mud and sand are a little the same right i mean to riding style and and if you're going to be good in one you're going to be okay in the other yeah, I guess. I mean, we race a lot in the in the mud up here. Yeah. They don't cancel, you know, if they don't have to. So the mud is the mud's just especially Unadilla, the the race, it was still downpouring, so it was just wicked yeah. slippery and there yeah. wasn't the ruts were all hidden. They didn't groom it, so the ruts were like hidden under the puddles and it and it was just like if you stayed off the ground, you just did good. I mean, I yeah. think I think only like 25 people finished the moto in general. So yeah. it was uh it was just one of those races. And then the second second moto stopped raining, and it actually got, like, kind of tacky in the main line. So it was, like, you had to, like, scrape the mud off of your helmet and stuff yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was, like, falling down. And I remember, like, scraping my boots on my foot pegs to, like, try to get the mud off my boots. And so it was just kind of – it was different in both motos, you know what I mean? The second moto was follow the leader. You could not get out of that main groove, man. Yeah, you, yeah like, no, if you were – yeah, if you got out of the line, it was done. <laughs> A couple of times, I remember Stank Dog was on, was talking about it where uh, – if you got out of the line, you just got like, you just slid off the track. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember him saying I was cutting the track or something. I remember exactly what he was talking about. Cause I went in the roller section. I yeah. just like swapped in the rollers, went right off the track and yeah. I just like let him pass and then just jump back in behind him. I'm like, yeah, um, yeah that's, you're right. I should have done one of these. or with you way earlier because Stank Dog was also mad at you on one of my shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's like the, the common thing, which is good. I mean, I'd rather them talking about me than not. So yeah, yeah. Um, and, bro, national number 88 next year. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that will be cool, man. I'm pretty pumped on that. Um, So, you know, you had success locally and stuff. You want to do them all? Is it, is it finances that hold you back? Uh, any plan to do all of them? What about and what about Supercross? Are you much of a Supercross guy? Yeah, I would love to do. I I've done the arena crosses and stuff, uh-huh. and um, 
and I would love to do Supercross, but it all comes down to money for me. I mean, the Nationals, I did I did every round in 15, but to do it to do it right, I I it would just I would need more money, you know. I did it out of my van, not being able to eat right, not being able to train right cuz you're just kind of driving and you get burnt out pretty quick. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me to do it right, I need to be home training, riding, you know, doing everything right and then know to get to the races is the issue so i would love to do every round i just can't it's it's not you know yeah like possible myself yeah Yeah, no for sure on my own so um so how's the local nesc scene uh i know years ago like you know barton and treadwell and and dowdy like guys could make good money hitting those things is it still that way is it still uh, yeah very profitable that's what i live yeah it's what i live off of right now yeah i mean it's uh I, I make good money every weekend and it's, it's killer racing. I mean, it's usually full gates this time of year starts falling off a little bit, but yep. you know, all spring and everything it's full gates of, you know, you got me, Ryan Dowd, you got, you know, half, half of the NESC class qualifies in for the nationals. Yeah. Whether they're, you know, some of them, some of them finish top 20, like Ryan does pretty good and yep. stuff, but some of them, you know, are just, you know, struggle to make it. But we have a lot of those guys who race every weekend. So it's just good racing every weekend. And it's 20-minute motos, and you do four of them every weekend. So gets you in shape, and, and it's a paycheck is how I look at it, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, for years, obviously Dowd and Henry broke off and became legends. Um, but, you know, for years, uh, KJ and, and Treadwell and Barton and those guys, I mean, you just didn't want to leave. You, you, you could make so much yeah. money, you know. They, those guys still race here. Yeah, I know. Fred, Fred I know, right? Dowd, <laughs> Big Dowd and, uh, and uh, Keith Johnson, all those guys, dude, they're still, like, Big Dowd, I think he got third at the any, the, one of the Southwick NESC races. Oh, my God. Like, he just comes out. He just comes out. He's, like, 52, and he just starts mopping up yeah. on the young guys, that's for sure. <laughs> we were just, ta- I was in Montreal on a weekend for the race, and we were talking, I was saying well, i'm going to set up a pay-per-view for mike brown versus john dowd uh across yeah. the range and, and you know across like motocross at southwick and everything else and and enduro cross we'll do all of that we'll just have this old man battle you know um yeah that would, i mean it'd be killer no it's uh it's good to have local racing that you can make money at and is and still thriving and everything else but again you know when a guy like you you're in that situation obviously you can score points at a national and you can do very well but you're just like why do i want to it's two seventy five to international. It's it's four hundred dollars in gas. It's it's all of this. Yeah, and that's if you, you know, do it on time. If you're if you're not if you're not registered by the deadline, it's three yeah. fifty. I think. Yeah. So no. Like, I, I'm always like late. Like, <laughs> um, you know, cause I'm like living paycheck to paycheck, and then you know the contingency and all that, and yeah. then they wait two rounds before they even send you your check. So honestly, it's just like the whole thing's a struggle. Even this year, I only did the. I did I did three rounds here and I did two rounds in Canada yeah. and it um I ran out of money by Dilla I was like I had to borrow money just to get to Dilla you know yeah. I'm like it, it's it's it stinks because I feel like it's somewhere where I belong you know like mm-hmm. I feel like I can run I can run with those guys and if I you know could spend you know more time training and and getting ready for it like I did for Southwick even harder then I feel like I can compete up front no problem but yeah. it's just like to make money to yep. afford to do that and train for it just isn't yeah. it's not possible yeah know, abs- it's just not. i was gonna ask you about the canadian races i got it down here uh, how'd you like those what'd you think of gopher <laughs> i loved it man it was cool up there it's just 
it's honestly like a glorified NESC race. It's like yep. NESC with with ten really fast guys. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. to me, to me, it's awesome, dude. And in you know, it's laid back. Everybody's just hanging out. You can talk to everybody. Even the front guys have no issues. Just yeah. you know, talking to you and stuff. So to me, it's definitely a, a cool scene up there. And the tracks are are prepped a little less crazy you know what i mean like they don't rip it as deep yeah. and water it as much so the tracks are like super fun to race and I, I enjoyed it up there a lot uh which other one did you do i did uh gopher and i did dechambeau dechambeau yeah oh, and dechambeau was a cool track too i thought that place looked that pretty place cool was awesome. yeah yeah that place is awesome um i don't know how old you are how old are you kenny I'm 24. 24. So yeah, you're, you're you're older. You're not a kid anymore. Um, you but you missed you know Dowd and Henry's prime and all that. Uh, but did you grow up as a little kid knowing about them and 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 you know wanting to be like them in NESC? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I I always seen those guys race Dowd, Henry, uh, Larusso, Tread, all yeah. all those guys. People I've always looked up to for sure. Were you the little kid on the fence at the at Celtic National? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And now you get to race with these guys and and all that. Um, look, Southwick uh, went away for a few years from the national scene. I'm so stoked it's back. It needs to be back. It's it's not it's not gold for sand, but it's sand, sandy enough, anyways. And yeah, Keith Johnson running it. Um, they turned it back around, which was good. Also, what do you think of Southwick being back on the schedule and and, and the changes they've made and and KJ and all of that? Uh, is there is there a general vibe of everyone being really stoked? Yeah, everybody's pumped on it. I mean, when it when it went away, it was just kind of the the moto scene started dying up here. Honestly, oh really? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those tracks. It's like it's one of the only you know real tracks that that uh, is part of the series up here. We have some smaller tracks, and you know it's like two hundred seven and stuff's fun, but yeah. it's it's Southwick. You know what I mean? You can't. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing in comparison, and, and uh, you know Keith is obviously killing it over there. He's got the place dialed, and he's he's always trying different stuff on it. Like this year, they they actually ripped it for the national and stuff, which you would think, oh, it's sand. Why would you do that? But yeah. it made it it made it a lot softer, and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know started getting rougher. You know, it, yeah. it, it started before it was getting kind of choppy rough and now it's starting to get the rollers again, like sure. it used to be. So, so it's definitely, uh, it's definitely huge and, and it helped the whole I, scene up here. I was asking those doubt and, and Keith after the race, I said, Hey, did you do that to kind of like, remember how the first practice times the track would be like so smooth. And then those guys would all qualify really well. And, and, yeah, yeah. and so I said, Hey, did you do that for that? And they were like, no, we didn't even think about that. I'm like, yeah, because the first yeah. practice, the first practice up, the times were pretty, pretty equal, pretty normal, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Um, it, they were on two fifties too, so the two fifties kind of dogged down. If if they threw the four fifties out there first, the mm-hmm. times probably would have been faster, just because they have a little more power. Those two fifties are just getting swallowed up. Yeah, in it. yeah, that could be. Uh, why KTM for you? How does that come together? Um, honestly, because of the contingency, yeah, they pay, they pay at each national, like 400 bucks. And then they paid every round of the spring series up here. And the, also the dealership Manchester Honda that I go through, they pay dealership contingency. So it was kind of just a, a money maker for me. Um, yeah was the, was the real reason behind it yeah that's, that's smart man it's good good to, did you grow up on ktms or did you used to ride them or, or did you actually take a look at the contingency payout and buy and get a ktm 
Um, I had I rode KTM's in 2015 when I did the series, uh-huh. but I I you know I rode Hondas. I've ridden Cowies, Hondas, KTM's, Yamahas. I've ridden pretty much all of them. So mm-hmm. I think that they're all good bikes. It's more just yeah. what uh, what I can make money on is really mm-hmm. what I'm leaning towards. You know, right, uh, dude? Manchester Honda. I was, when you said you're from Manchester up there. What about before yeah. your what about before your time though when they helped Bradshaw out? Oh yeah, they helped a lot of good, a lot of good guys out. Scotty Carter for a long time. Yep. Um yep. Yeah, the big dealership. So uh so they're into racing, they're still viable and, and into racing and, and helping uh, helping riders out? Yeah, for sure. For oh. sure. I mean they're my my mechanic John Adamy's a parts manager over there too, so that's just a win win for me, you know. And the guys over there are awesome, and they're they're still in it trying to help people for sure. Do you got any, do they have any old ninety seven Bradshaw bikes laying around? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't asked. I, mean, okay. I, I could ask them. See what they say. Yeah, I, I need a graphic kit for a ninety seven uh, CR two fifty to make mine look like Bradshaw's back in the day. That would be that would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Chris Canning here on the Privateer Island Life Podcast number sixty two. Thanks to FXR Racing. Use the code PulpMX thirty to save when you go to fxrracing.com. dot com. Designed by racers for racers. Uh, this stuff uh, you guys have seen it more and more coming on. Kyle Cunningham running it. The the HAP Suzuki team also running. Uh, fxr and uh, and of course chris canning running fxr as well uh how did that deal come about chris um through treadwell okay treadwell yep. is good friends with andy who um who's you know yeah, big race part support guy. Yeah. So, yeah so yeah he just uh linked us up and i, I love the gear and i i love the company so yep. i just you know everything just clicked and they're a big part of the southwick the track itself yeah yeah, yeah, they they uh, hook Keith up, and everything about the company is just blowing up, and I yeah. think that they're awesome. So, yeah, based out of Canada, by the way, right where I'm from, Chris. Just want to let you know that. Yeah, <laughs> just Manitoba. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also uh, Racetech too. Racetech.com suspension. Uh, Tyler Medaglia, Michael Essi, Ben Lemay using Racetech suspension and motors. Malcolm Stewart just won Montreal on Racetech suspension. Everybody uh, use code PulpMX18 uh, when you check out and uh, and just yeah get dialed in for the folks at Racetech. Um, so Chris, uh, how are the Supercross skills? Like you said, you mentioned you did the arena cross and everything else. Um, is it something that you maybe want to try as far as going out west and everything else like are your skills at supercross as good as they are in motocross yeah i have no problem getting on a supercross track that i I always ended up um like like arena cross the first round i i broke my wrist and then you know i went i had to go all the way out to cali to get my supercross points and then Mm -hmm. um you know i did pretty good in the arena cross and i i made all the mains pretty much that i went into and ran with those guys and then as soon as i got ready for supercross i blew my hand apart so i didn't actually end up getting to race it yeah and then like last last year i was going to do daytona but i had full like moto suspension set up oh yeah that would have been good there and it was, yeah. yeah and it was a little it was a little jumpier than normal so i was like eh, i probably shouldn't you know but i have the skills in supercross i i trained at club for a little bit oh, did you? um riding the tracks and you know the rhythms and stuff all come easy to me i can i do that you know real fast mm-hmm. and it's just more spending a lot of time on it i can't I, I don't i can't afford like i only went to club for a month yep and then i tried racing supercross you know and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things where you know they ride it a lot and you have to ride it a lot because 
yeah. the room for error is just too small, you know. So if I if I can get on a program and ride Supercross, I have I, I could kill it. I have yep. no questions about it. Do you have anything set for next year? Uh, KTM's again, do you think, with Manchester? Or, or are you looking for something, or do you know anything? Um, I know it's a bit early, but. Yeah, I'm looking for something right now. I mean, if Manchester can pull through, I, I'm, I still have a bunch of bike payments, so I'm trying to get rid of bike payments. And, you know, I have the 1250 and the 1450, so these things are going to have to get sold. They, you know, mm-hmm. 450 has 90 hours on it. So, yeah. I'm going to have to definitely get new bikes and it's just kind of, um, you know, making phone calls and talking to people and see what can happen. And if nothing will happen, then yeah, I'll end up on KTMs again, just cause like I said, they yeah. pay the best around here. So dude, you're national number uh, 88. We can get some bikes. Come on. We can get some yeah. delayed billing on bikes. We got to get something. I hope so, man. I hope so. You definitely, uh, uh, you know, I think you, you made yourself a bit of a name this year with your results and your finishes. Do you, do you feel like you're getting more attention? I mean, you got this podcast and, and the, the main event thing and you're on Racer X. And do you feel a little bit more like your name is getting out there? Yeah, I feel like it. Uh, it's definitely starting to, to blow up a little bit, which is awesome. And the struggle is to keep it going, you know. Uh, it's it's easy to, you know, be hot for a couple minutes and then, and then just fall off. So, you know, my goal is just to keep it, keep it going and keep winning races and see, see what can happen. Like I told, like I said before, yeah. I feel like I belong at the nationals and, and, you know, supercross and all that. It's just, I, I need, I need help to get there. I can't, I do everything on my own. I'm, I'm 24, bought a house when I was 20 with my brother and yeah. I've been on my own, you know, for a long time. So it's, it's tough for me to, come up with the money and make the money to even get to the round. So if I can get some help and, and do that, then you'll start seeing a lot more of me. That's for sure. Uh, do you have a job? Did you have one for a long time? What did you do for a living? Or has it always been just, uh, you know, race winnings and that, that kind of stuff? Yeah. I mean, I owned, I owned a landscaping company for mm-hmm. a little bit. I, I did a little bit of everything. And then I, I was actually a union laborer for a little while and like, you know, full rate, like oh, okay. yeah, yeah. everything. And, you know, and, and I just was miserable and I was trying to race on the weekends and, and it just, it wasn't working, you know? Yeah. And, and it sounds dumb. Cause like people are like, well, you had everything, you had the job you had, I'm like, but <laughs> you I had benefits, I like you I'm got just, benefits, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, I just feel like I'm too fast to, to just give up on it. So I just keep trucking along, man. And it's, I mean, it's been a long road and, I just try to, I'm, I train kids now. So yep. I mean, that's awesome. I, I, uh, I make money during the week with that. And I just, I just chase races, man. If yeah. I, I, I've raced every single weekend this year, but one. So really, holy I, shit. I, I took, I took one weekend off and went to the beach with, um, <laughs> I look highly, my girlfriend, yeah, yeah. actually Keith Johnson's daughter. So we're like, hold on, wait, hold on. You're dating Keith Johnson's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Yeah, this awesome. is breaking news now. You're dating an NESC legend's daughter. She's awesome, man. Oh, cool. I tell you. Yeah, so, so I mean, we went to the beach in Block Island and hung out and stuff, and that was my one weekend off so far. So I'm back to it right now. I got – there's six rounds left at NESC, and then hopefully I get a little more time off, but it'll be right back to Florida and racing down in Florida all winter and training kids down there. So. Yeah. Uh, where do you base yourself out of Florida? Uh, the Orlando area, yeah. like I stayed at Orlando MX last year and, okay. and then this, this year we're looking to either try to rent a house with, 
I, a couple kids I train full time. They uh, they come down there with me, so their parents are trying to get a house, or or we might end up at a campground. It, it got kind of old staying at the track last year. Yeah, you know, riding every single day for a couple months will uh, kind of burn you out a little. Yeah, for sure. I again. You know, it sounds like you know you're not you're not you don't have a ton of money and you're you're doing it all on your own, which is cool. But you almost want to like go to like Hampshire or Ferry's place or, or club and just start riding with faster guys and you know hanging with them and watching them a little bit. But but then again, you need to make money. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's tough, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and what about training? What do you like to do? How much do you what what, what kind of stuff do you do off the bike? Uh, on the bike or off the bike? off the bike. I like road bike riding. I, yeah. I like mountain biking a lot more than road bike riding. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do both. And then um, Keith hooked me. Keith Johnson hooked me up with his uh, per, the personal trainer he was using. So, oh yeah. You know, I was just doing everything with him, and uh, and then just trying to ride as much as I can. I I only have the one bike, so so the riding on the bike was always like limited. You sure. Know, I, my bike has ninety hours on it, and I'm like. Yeah showing up at nationals and stuff so <laughs> oh man so it, uh, yeah so that was a little tough but but i mean off the bikes just cycling and and hitting the gym man i mean it's it's pretty simple stuff it's nothing like yeah. you know but, I'm, i don't have any of those special masks and stuff that red bull does or any <laughs> of those guys so, yeah so i just you know does, uh, spend the time that's it and does keith help you out with some advice on and off the bike i mean he's a smart dude he knows what he's doing and he had a lot of success for for a lot of years so you can always lean on him i guess right yeah for sure man he helps me out a lot and you know just everybody up here you know dowd and all those guys treadwell they all you know every time they have a chance that they can help they definitely do and you know i appreciate everything so it's uh it's just cool to have guys like that who've been through it and are still in the scene you know and they and they just they know what i'm going through and they've they've been through it so mm-hmm. all their advice definitely helps yeah absolutely fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island life podcast use the codes to save at fxrracing.com and race tech as well this is number 62 chris canning nesc local um well hey man thanks uh, thanks for the time i really appreciate it nice to to chat with you get to know you a little better and, and obviously like you said southwick I can't believe you had all those issues with Southwick and still finished that well, to be honest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like full, like throwing up everything. It was a, it was a mess, man. Oh. Uh, everybody's so pumped on it. And, like, it's definitely cool. Like, I'm happy with the finish. Yeah. And, like, you know, it was my best finish yet and, and all that. But I'm bummed on it at the same time because I know, like, I had the speed to run, you know, top. I was, I was seventh, you know, for pretty much the whole moto. I went around Cooper, went around all those guys and, and then gapped them and was holding it and then you know to fall back just sucks i hate, I hate doing that but yeah, yeah wow dude sounds like it could have been way worse for sure yeah that was awesome yeah um yeah what when you ride up there like that uh did anything surprise you i mean obviously you were holding the pace fa- fine but did anything surprise you riding with those guys or up at that that that, that thing or maybe line selection or, or were they were they did, it, did they have some shitty lines and lines that you knew as a local that were way better or anything that's caught your I, eye I think the biggest thing that caught my eye is that, I, I mean, I don't want to sound like cocky or anything like that, but their line selection just sucked in general. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm on a, my bike is bone stock. It has everything stock. It has a recluse clutch in it and a Yoshimir pipe. I mean, that's what's done to my bike. So, mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, to be in a sand track that, you know, robs horsepower and, and be able to run with these guys, like, I feel like that I had, like, it wasn't, running at that pace wasn't, it didn't feel like it was extremely hard for me. Like, it felt like I was comfortable and I was able to, you know, make passes yeah. and, you know, hold that pace. So, so I mean, to me, not, it surprised me of how fast their bikes are because it's like, they come out of a turn, they can just punch it, and yeah. I got to carry the speed through the turn, you know. For so, sure. So the the pace itself that didn't surprise me at all. I think that I can run with with you know with all those guys, but it's just I have to use a lot more energy than they do because if they make a mistake, they can just punch it, and mm-hmm. it, you know they they only lose half a second. Where yeah. if I make a mistake, I lose a second. So. It's just uh, one of those things. Yeah, where, no, it makes sense, man. If, if that's all you got done to your bike, that that makes sense of, compared to the guys you're racing with around there. You know. Yeah, I went. I showed up at Southwick at 65 hours, and we put a <laughs> we put an, a new OEM stock top end in in before it just because. Yeah. I felt like I needed to. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you're out there, and these guys have some of these lines. You're like, just look at this idiot. These lines. Yeah. Watch, watch <laughs> this. Watch this. That's yeah. uh, that's good stuff. Well, Chris, uh, thank you for the time on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck with everything. Uh, getting set for your your next year's program and the rest of this year, man. Some some really fast rides, and uh, hopefully you can get it together and get a little bit more help. I mean, national number eighty eight now, so that means something, you know, to a lot of sponsors. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks yeah. for your time. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Anybody you want to thank before we sign off? Yeah, uh, FXR, Traction MX, uh, Power Band Suspension, 60, 100%, uh, Manchester Honda, you know, just, just everybody. Thanks again. Cool, man. Well, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'll see you.